Royals and Ghouls. Lock your doors and strap yourselves in. From Los Angeles, California, this is the Boo Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews, and more. With your hosts, Leone D'Antonio, Lauren and Trevor Shan, Austin Wilkin, and Rachel Tejada. Let's go! Greetings, Fright Fiends! <laughs> Horror blogger, YouTube personality, and creator of Porcelain Wolf, Vanessa Decker is hanging out with us. We talk about her obsession with the genre, we visit the film locations of your fave Fright Flicks, and her love for the anthology movie Trick or Treat, among other spooky things. We head to the Screaming Room to check out horrified documentaries on the Boo Crew Podcast episode number 11. So, you want to visit a haunted house, hmm? Ah, here we are at the door. Happy haunting. (laughs) Hello, fiends. This is Vanessa Decker, and you're getting spooky with the Boo Crew. The Boo Crew dusts a fright flick off the shelf for Horror Homework. Hit us, Leo. My pick for tonight is a film from HBO Films from 2016 called Beware the Slender Man. Fear the man. The Slender Man. For he can do what no one can. This one is scary because it's real life horror. If you guys don't know the story, it's the uh, story of the two girls, the Morgan Geyser and the Anissa Warrior girls uh, from Waukesha, Wisconsin, who, you know, met this legend online that goes by the name of Slenderman. In Slenderman, we know, started out as a creepypasta story folklore popped up in videos and stuff that people were creating popped up in photos that were photoshopped all over the place anyways these girls believed it and believed that he was talking to them and told them to kill one of their classmates so these 12 year old girls targeted their uh 12 year old classmate Peyton bell littner after months and months of planning this they stabbed her 19 times and left her for dead the documentary covers all that but the scary part about this is when you go into the background of these girls and their upbringing one of the scariest things is you know when you think you know well i have young kids and uh, you know, i can't afford to sit there i'm so busy whatever so what do you do you shove a digital device in their lap a tablet an iphone whatever you know and keep the kids occupied right oh yeah they can surf on the web while you watch youtube videos and all that well it's almost unavoidable in, yeah. in these days you know <laughs> everybody does it yeah i mean everybody you know so the crazy thing about this documentary there's a lot to look at it's almost two hours long, but anyways, one of the things that hit me hard was how they actually show what one of the girls was watching on YouTube and what she commented, like the actual words she would type and comment on those videos and stuff. And I mean, she's watching videos of animals being tortured and she would comment and laugh about it. Like, haha, that was funny, you know? And it's really creepy to see that on the screen, like reenacted, and you actually see her actual comment. So that's one aspect of the documentary that makes you think, well, do you really know what your child is doing online? This documentary directed by Irene Taylor Brodsky did a phenomenal job with it. And it covers the trial of these girls and what they're doing in prison and stuff like that, and how the parents are dealing with them and all that, because you know, they're very young, innocent girls. One of the scariest things is seeing all the Easter and Christmas home videos that were just taken months before the stabbing. It is so creepy. And of course, the whole story is that the Slender Man tells them to kill their friend. After they do so, they are to hike into the woods, deep into the woods, and find the Slender Man mansion. And then he will greet them. And that's only then that their families will be saved. So in other words, they're doing the sacrifice for their families. Really, really creepy. The crazy thing about this is there's a twist in the last like 10, 15 minutes of this documentary. I am not going to reveal it. You're going to have to watch it. But it throws a wrench into this whole documentary and makes you really question the motives behind one of the girls. It's really eerie because there's no win-win situation for this. These girls are facing life in prison. Or even if they get out, do you want them wandering the streets with that mentality that, hey, some fictitious figure told us to kill for somebody, you know? It's just really creepy. I highly recommend it. Check it out. HBO. Be aware of the Slender Man. So uh, Rachel and I watched The Nightmare. It's a kind of horror that is worse than like in the movies. about this no oh yeah and it's oh wait perfect. is it sleep paralysis yeah. right yeah yep. it's a perfect horror movie it has jump scares it's just sort of designed as a horror movie but it's super chilling yeah it does it, a lot of great recreations of 
horrific moments. So, so for anyone who doesn't know, the film is called The Nightmare. Uh, came out in 2015, premiered at Sundance that year. Directed by Rodney Asher, who might be known to some people as the director of another great documentary, Room 237. Oh yes, yes, that's right. I've which is that. about all of the weird conspiracy theories about the motives and stories behind the making of The Shining. Yep. Yeah, super trippy. It's yeah. really great. It's really <laughs> yeah. great. I highly recommend it. So what's really interesting, so sleep paralysis, for anyone who doesn't know, the people who describe it describe it as like, like an electrical shock kind of happening. As you fall asleep and you become absolutely paralyzed, you can't move anything. It's like there's a big weight on your chest and you become totally paralyzed. You're asleep, but you think you're wide awake in your bedroom or whatever room you, you fell asleep in. What's amazing in the film the director interviews eight different people and they all tell their different stories. Some have specifics to each person, but a lot of them have very common things that happen. And one of the things is when you're frozen, these shadow men come into the room and it's basically, they describe it as a shadow, a disembodied shadow in the shape of a man comes into the room and either comes in and peers over you. Sometimes there's multiple ones. Sometimes they have a leader who looks like he's wearing a wide brim hat. Sometimes they have red eyes. Yeah. So the people who tell the stories, they've been dealing with it for almost their entire lives. Like to them, it's just like, well, this is what happens when I try to sleep. It's a sleep disorder. But is it something more? One woman who tells a story about how when the internet first came around, like she just had been experiencing this her whole life in a vacuum. No one ever knew what she was talking about. Everyone thought she was crazy. And the first time the internet came around, the first thing she ever searched on the internet was shadow men's sleep disorder. And she learned about sleep paralysis. And learn that it was a thing and it goes through history. There's all these different works of art. You know, a lot of people have probably seen, there's a famous painting of a woman laying down and like a black demon sitting on her chest. Yep. That's representing sleep paralysis. And it happens all over the world and there's all different folk tales. They talk about this very briefly, how it sort of happens throughout history and all over the world. And there's different meanings or different stories about what it is. And they still don't know what it is. But these common themes are super creepy. And so, yeah, so as Rachel was saying, the, uh, as people are telling the stories, they recreate the stories. Oh, and wow, it's that's interesting. super creepy. Yeah, yeah it must look cool. Yeah. yeah. Like little horror films, kind of yeah. like narrated by the original person who's t- experiencing right. it. Wow. So they're fun. They're done. I mean, the, he, the director really embodied like the terror of being paralyzed and seeing these things come into your personal space. The director actually experienced sleep paralysis himself. So in actually creating these moments, he actually was reliving like moments of fear in his own life. Like some of the shadow men, he's seen the shadow men and creating that. He was like, oh my gosh, I'm like living my own nightmare. One guy says when he saw Communion, the movie Communion, he's like that sleep paralysis, like the visuals of that movie, the movie, you know, about uh, Christopher Walken about alien abduction. Yeah. What he thinks when people describe alien abduction, they're actually experiencing the same type of sleep paralysis that he does. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's thought that this is what Wes Craven was pulling from when he wrote the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah. Wow. And in fact, there's one of the women in the thing says that when she saw Nightmare on Elm Street, she was said she was young and she said to her mother, that's it. That's what I'm experiencing. And then there's another guy who talked about the movie Insidious. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, some friends came over, they put on a movie called Insidious. I was like, yeah, whatever, watch a movie. And then he starts watching. He's like, this movie's about sleep paralysis. <laughs> oh, wow. So much of the imagery in that movie is stuff that he's experienced through sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis actually is contagious. Yes. So that's what we kind of learned from the movie as well as from the director is that sleep paralysis, if you tell someone about sleep paralysis, that like one of the main characters, his girlfriend told him about his experience, her experiences about having sleep paralysis and then he had sleep paralysis and then he told his friend and then his friend got sleep paralysis. And oh my so, gosh. Now are we all going to have sleep yeah. paralysis? Yeah. <laughs> so we, saw the, we saw the film in the theater with the director doing a Q&A and that was one of the questions in the Q&A. Did you just give everyone in this theater sleep paralysis? <laughs> right. Luckily, we're happy to report we have not experienced sleep paralysis <laughs> as a result of that movie. We saw something that I think most of you might have already seen. Haunters, the art of the scare. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Haunted houses are designed to make us laugh, <laughs> to make us scream, <laughs> and they make us feel like kids again. Lauren and I both saw We've been looking forward to seeing this forever because we're huge Haunt fans. Made by John Schnitzer. Released September 5th, 2017. Available on Netflix, VOD, Blu-ray, and DVD. If you get the DVD, Blu-ray, or if you get it on iTunes, you get 30 bonus minutes with seven featurettes. 
Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. It's basically an amazing documentary that goes into the psychology and history behind haunts. It's got a great score with a ton of music from the band Dead Man's Bones. Oh, nice. It covers everything from DIY neighborhood haunts to the big ones like Knots and Universal Halloween Horror Nights. It's got interviews with notables in the haunt industry like John Murdy, creative director for Universal, Bruce Stanton from Reign of Terror, which we love, and also people in the horror community like Jason Blum, Jessica Cameron, and the Saskia sisters. In doing this, the film lets you in on three particular stories that kind of unfold before your eyes and make this more than just a TLC list of great haunts and showing you little clips and stuff. There's actually a lot of drama and a story arc and mystery even and sadness, which we were kind of surprised at. I did not expect that, but it's very, uh, very riveting. I enjoyed it. I really got into the storylines. Some of the stories, there's Char Mayer, who's a veteran scare actor, who is by all intents and purposes addicted to the art of Mm -hmm. scaring people at these haunts. And then there's Donald Julson. He's a Hollywood prop designer who's done work with Minority Report and Van Helsing. He runs a home haunt in the OC called Nightmare on Loganberry. Then finally, Russ McCamey, who delivers the most infamous extreme haunt of all time in his backyard called McCamey Manor. He started back in 1989 in San Diego. That's the one you hear about. You got to sign like a 10-page waiver. Oh, yeah. Wait, is yeah, that the yeah. dog food one? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes he does it for free, <laughs> right. with the exception of you pay with cans of dog food. Yeah. And or there's like a, greyhounds. Yeah, right. and there's a waiting list of apparently 27,000 people. What? Wow. And he operates it all year round, every weekend. You've seen the documentary. They don't really sh- tell you everything that happens in there they just show you kind of little clips because he films everything and makes these twisted movies that he posts on youtube and the documentary basically asks the question is haunting going too far with things like blackout and these extreme experiences of terror you know in comparison to the traditional haunt but it seems like that one is torture i like i wouldn't consider it a haunt it's like beyond a haunt it's It's i mean i guess hostile yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Saw and right. hostile all right. rolled into one. Right. All these people are fascinating. There's some incredibly awkward and intense moments between Donald and his disapproving wife who hates what he's doing, building these haunts. And <laughs> their relationship and the wow. turmoil, it kind of builds as he's building his haunt for Halloween. And he spends all this time doing it for to run this haunt for four hours. It's incredible. Russ McCamey is actually a former Navy officer and wedding singer. I got a really bad feeling watching it afterwards. Yeah. Like it, it sent me down a McCamey Manor rabbit hole <laughs> oh, no. watching these videos. And there's people getting their face shoved in dog poo. And a Marine went and did it. They had to take him out because he got hypothermia in the experience. Oh, and he get him out of there. I think the concern also is that someone is going to die. They talk about that, right? Yeah. Like, like, how far are these haunts going to go once you open the Pandora's box right. and make these things more extreme, extreme, extreme? How long before someone really, really gets hurt? Right. And then and they then, ruins it for everybody else. Right. right. All they, other yeah, haunts. They exactly. They shut down yeah. all home haunts. Well, they, sh- they shut down a bunch of home haunts this past year, didn't they? Oh, well, they shut the down. Island. Yeah. But I think that had to do with, because they had to beef up security and it Traffic was, and yeah, all that stuff. So closing the streets oh, and everything. There's yeah. just, it was just it was people a, management. Yeah, it wasn't worth Crowd it. Crowd management. Well, the McCamey Manor actually, since the release of the documentary, actually left San Diego. Oh. And it was at the time of the documentary an eight hour experience. What? And no one made it through. What? And they, you, you see that he screens people yeah. on Skype, mm-hmm. like does a Skype session once you make it past, you know, the initial medical screening and all that stuff. And then sets up basically a time where you're kidnapped and literally you're kidnapped by a truck with his guys and they take you and in, in the experience and the whole thing starts. So here's what's interesting now, like the going through the rabbit hole afterwards, I definitely see the documentary because it's, it's just great for people who love haunts. They talk to everybody, they go to all the haunts and then these stories that these people are doing on their own are just amazingly fascinating. Okay. So now the experience is 36 hours. What? Jesus. Wait, it went from eight to 36. Yeah. And he moved it down to the Nashville and Huntsville, Alabama area. So it starts 45 minutes north of the Alabama state line where you go through a physical activity session, they say, with a woman named Holly. If you make it through that, you go on to they drive you to Nashville to an attraction they call Murder in the Woods. Then you go through that. If you make it through that and nobody at the time of the article hadn't even made it through that yet. Everybody quits at that. But they now have a safe word, by the way. Nobody's made it through. If you make it through that, you go to McCamey Manor. 
this hyped up, they call it the Big Daddy McKamey Manor in Huntsville. Nobody's made it there yet. It's three hours. They say it's all psychological horror. You deal with Russ. Apparently, he uses hypnotism tactics, all sorts of crazy stuff. And no one has, no one has made it that far yet. Even since the documentary, it's escalated. <laughs> Is that a haunt? That's, that's well, not they, a haunt. A lot of people, I mean, with a with a waiting list of tens of thousands. Right. Obviously, there's people who want to go through yeah, it. But there's people who get paid to be beaten up. Sure. You the, know? Yeah, S&M and everything yeah. like that. And I think, I mean, my personal opinion is that's kind of the, kind of the people that it's gravitated yeah. towards or the people that are gravitated towards it, rather. What I like about haunts is that I know I can go... And you're totally safe, teetering on the edge of a scary situation, but you know you're going to walk out okay. You know the actors can't even touch you. Right. You know nothing's going to happen to you. That's the same kind of experience of watching a horror movie, and it's it's fun. You actually laugh, and you know the extreme experiences aren't for me. They are for a lot of other people, but why well, signed us up? We're on the way. Hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> the Boo Crew Podcast. We're interviewing members of an audience who have just seen a preview of Vampire Playgirls. I think that type of sexual activity is disgusting. I love the nude scenes in the torture chamber. People who make movies like that are perverted. (laughs) Those vampires can buy my flesh anytime. Vampire Playgirls. Rated R. Absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted without parent or certified adult guardian. Go ahead, scream. That's all we need. Another victim crawls onto the gurney for a Boo Crew autopsy. Joining us in the Speakeasy studio with the Boo Crew, she's a horror and horror lifestyle blogger and icon. She hosts the delightfully spooky YouTube channel Hello Horror, featuring undead unboxings, visits to the filming locations of your favorite fright flicks and more. She's also one of the people behind Porcelain Wolf, monster and Inspired bath bombs to keep genre fans smelling and looking their best as they are being chased by ghosts and ghouls. A very warm welcome to Vanessa Decker, everybody. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to Camp Crystal. Uh, shirt. I'm not gonna lie, I actually do feel like I look like a counselor. <laughs> like I put a belt on, and I was like, "Why?" Just made it look more official. Sorry. Shout out to the Great White Grizzly. <laughs> we yeah. gotta get in here making yeah, these rad shirts oh, that we're all yeah. wearing right now. <laughs> so, take us from the top. What got you interested in horror? What is the first memory you have of looking at something? horror related be it a movie or whatever and going this is me you know what's funny is uh, the first horror movie that I had ever seen I wanted to create like a little segment on my YouTube channel called Horror First where you could um, reflect on like where you were the first time you saw a specific movie and have like guests and like talk about like where were you when you saw Friday the 13th yeah, or A yeah, Nightmare totally. on Elm Street whatever anyways the first time I had seen my first one was Leprechaun is that not like the most worst movie to see <laughs> but it was a slumber party with a bunch of girls the movie freaked me out the leprechaun was so petrifying to me I was like this is the worst you know but no I loved it so much because when I was younger my parents didn't not let me watch them but they didn't purposely put it on but they'd let me watch it and then I'd go to a friend's house and we'd watch them and so it scared the crap out of me forever but I was always wanting to watch them almost like a car accident like you know it's like terrible or it'd freak you out or it's bad but you wanted to watch it anyway right you can't turn away yeah and so like again I've been watching horror movies for what feels like ever but I just feel like in the last maybe five years I started to like embrace it more and like post about it and like you know what I mean like more of the lifestyle more than just watching it all the time being more vocal I guess right so take us through a little bit of the genesis behind turning yourself into a horror personality <laughs> well again alongside with just kind of you almost turn into a brand when you're not really selling anything but then that's where Porcelain Wolf came along but you can talk about that later but like you said it's like for the love of it I was like you know what I'm gonna create a YouTube channel and there are so many places because again us lucky peeps that live in Los Angeles we could go and visit all these horror movie filming locations and I was like dude they're right at our fingertips why is somebody not doing this already this is insane so I started dragging my photographer friend and videographer and we would just buzz out and go do like a quick little episode and just do it on YouTube again just for fun I wasn't like I need to get paid or anything like that that'd be great but I'm just saying like it was just super fun to share with people especially people who don't live here who'd start making their laundry list of like where they wanted to come and visit when they did come into town you know so again just the unboxings and 
everything kind of started tying in together because as soon as you spread like you start spreading it out that you're into that genre you know people are like ooh well how about this or like this and then you're like yeah like, <laughs> this is like a big horror party like I'm with it right so I don't know that's that's really like where it all kind of just started stemming from was creating content for people that I thought would be super fun like top fives and of course the unboxings you can't help but watch even though you're like this is such a waste of time I've been guilty watching on myself and I'm like what am I doing oh, Jesus Christ like I just wasted 30 whole minutes when I could have been packing orders or like doing something with myself I hate it <laughs> right I'm sure you guys have all been there you're like oh, yeah. I'm gonna sit here and watch this unboxing right you go down like, like a YouTube yeah. wormhole right it's the pits right. it's the bittersweet it's the best but it's the worst so anyways so you started it doing the filming location yes. things okay when you do those did you ever run into anything like having to ask the people who live because I've seen you like go right up to the drag me to hell house and you're standing like on the porch has anyone ever been like hey excuse me what are you doing or do you go and ask the person you have to or um, has it if, been okay if we cross paths then yes so right. I don't ever go out of my way to go onto their property immediately sure. because it's embarrassing if you did get caught in, and I will <laughs> right. I will admit that um, when I went to the Scream 3 location that's on Runyon mm-hmm. uh, we were on the outside of his gate not even on his property and he still made us leave wow I know isn't that bananas so that's why we moved to the top of the hill to where we got like a bird's eye view because he was just not having it so that guy hey guys shout out to you he's not feeling anybody dancing around his location like at all but the people that like you said on the doorstep and stuff they happen to have been out like either checking their mail or getting like the lady that owns the Freddie Nancy's house you Mm -hmm. know a a night or is that off Sunset somewhere? It's yeah, it's like Genesis. Genesis. And, yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, and um, she was getting food delivered, like Postmates or something. <laughs> and I actually ended up talking to her for like ten minutes, and it was so cute because she's like an older woman, and she didn't even know that it was you know their house. And I was like, oh wow. my god! And then the last, the next time I went, she put a cardboard cutout of Freddie in the upstairs window. <laughs> that is so cool. That's awesome. Like, stop it, right? <laughs> well, speaking of people who actually seem to enjoy people visiting their homes that ended up being set locations that Lori Strode's house the Halloween house in Pasadena is being one of those right right they put pumpkins outside like plastic pumpkins outside on the porch so you oh, can recreate around? the picture yeah, oh, yeah. That's right, Great. right on that corner yeah, yeah that's, that's so really cool. cool I know I love when people do that because you just feel like you're like alright you know you live somewhere where everybody is going to either drive by or stop and take a pic or whatever so like just be you know like I'd be cool about sure. it you know? like you said it's only to a level where you don't want to be rude and be all like up in their grill right exactly that, you know that location though has been so embraced that there's a plaque underneath that bench <clears throat> is there there yeah, is that's it's, right um, yeah. what is it, in honor of the producer right that passed away that was killed Assad Assad yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Malek Assad is it yeah or? right across the street no, yeah yeah right by the library there is where where the plaque is that's yeah. cool yeah and then down the street the Sugarman Gallery which we love yes and then right beside the Sugarman Gallery the is Myers the Myers house. house well the yeah. new location of the Myers house because right. it was moved from across the street is yeah. that where it was yeah it was okay. across the street okay interesting is there a location that you haven't visited yet that you're really excited to one day visit, be it in L.A. or, or somewhere else? Not chomping at the bit. Okay. But there's like a laundry list of them that I have yet to still go see. And right. it's funny because I've driven by that one, but I actually <laughs> haven't even like stopped to like sit there and take a picture or anything. So <laughs> right, 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 right. that's like one of them. And then there's like the Fog House and like, you know, another Insidious. Now, do you remember what the first video you ever put out was? Um, I think it was an Unboxing. Now, as far as the unboxing stuff, tell the people who haven't heard what exactly are you unboxing? Most usually. of them are monthly subscriptions because there's sure. so many bitchin' ones out there, like right. the horror content. You know, right. you can get like horror DVDs or Blu-rays or again, like all the like they do a little bit of everything. And then there's like this one that does like beauty stuff, but it's all horror inspired. She does like <laughs> themed, you know, so that's mostly what they are is like the monthly subscription boxes that you can get your little mitts on. You open it with a gigantic meat cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> what gave you that genius idea? That's awesome. <laughs> I just want to get in there. <laughs> the first, the first unboxing that I had did, I had laid out like 
what look like five death tools, you know, like a basic box opener, a pair of scissors, like a regular old knife, a pocket knife, and right. like the kill room, the, the butcher knife, yeah. Yeah. the and tray you like, don't want to wake up next to. Yeah. 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 She's, she's like reenacting a scene from yeah. the Eli Roth movie. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like American Mary, just like roll out my right. leg. Yeah, so I was like, it'd be fun if you opened it with, you know, something other than a box cutter without cutting off any of your limbs along the way, but the meat cleaver just seems to be good and I named it Wednesday because most of the time when I get my videos out on time it's Wednesday so <laughs> that's awesome that's great what, what do you think is one of the most unique items that you've ever found in one of these boxes because people are sending different you know there's oh, some yeah. keychains and soaps and different things like that there's got to yeah. be something maybe that stood out that was like oh my god so far my favorite I guess off the top of my head was this um, from the shining this red rum key key rack so mm. it held like five or six sets of keys or something but it was so cute and elaborate with the wood and the way they read it i don't i just thought that was like fantastic so yeah there seems to be to me i mean well we live in burbank california where <laughs> on magnolia boulevard the street that you walk down it's now uh, god how many horror centric stores are there now down there maybe six or it feels wow. there's a ton. Yeah. They keep opening up. They got creature features. Halloween Town's got three locations. You got the Mystic Museum, Bearded Lady Vintage, Dark Delicacies. You know, it goes like, what do you think it is about? Is it just the city in horror or is there a real kind of rejuvenation of of horror? It's so weird that you say that because I, I would love to see, hear what you guys think about it, too, because I was wondered. I'm like, first, it felt like it was like creature feature and like Halloween, Halloween Town. Town. Yeah. yeah. And even when Halloween Town was only one store and then they broke it off and then Mystic Museum and Bearded Lady came along and Adele's been there forever and yeah. ever also. But I don't know. It's so bizarre. I, I, you want to think like, oh, there's the Whaley house over there and that's why they brought all this <laughs> stuff over. You know what I mean? Like right. they're tying everything together. <laughs> right, but I'm right. like, I don't really know. It just feels like that's a pretty rad street so you know what i mean like, i mean it's it's crept its way though into yeah. the city where not only you got monster palooza coming in april right down right from you yeah yeah <laughs> in pasadena and then son of monster palooza at the burbank airport yeah. yeah and you've also got midsummer scream in the summer you got scare la you've got all these things that are just hitting you all year round and then halloween season in la probably starts it seems to be starting at the end of august now let's be real all the theme parks open in september and then go until at least November. It's Halloween year round. I mean, bananas. it's amazing. <laughs> I know. And again, I mean, we're in L.A. I'm not sure if it's like that anywhere else. It seems to be more horror conventions and things popping up. I don't know. I it's... feel like people write in and they'll say, God, I wish I had any of those things where I live. Like, it feels like you guys think that, too, like in other yeah. locations. Yeah. There's people are always like, oh, they have never have cons. Like, I know that there's like right. Day of the Dead and stuff at like other sure. locations right. and stuff. But like you said, all the haunted houses and they go for so long and like all yeah. these things and attractions. So I do feel like we're like lucky in that aspect. Yeah. You, like love that kind of stuff. Oh, it's amazing. What are some haunted attractions that you like visiting? I mean, you've been um, to everything. <laughs> I know. I feel like uh, Universal really has been outdoing themselves like the last few years. Do you feel that way also? Like, even if you're not so much scared, you're just wanting to see how they set it up. Sure. Because they put so much time and effort into it and it looks so amazing. So that's like definitely one. And then I saw last year for the first time, did you guys ever see Lore, the interactive? Did you ever go to that? We heard about it. We didn't get to go there. That, That like... Blew my mind. Oh, you see yeah? this here? This <laughs> hands on the hips. I know. I'm not kidding. We went in a group of like ten, and they broke us off. Then we'd come back together. I won't do the ones where they're like, look, they're going to spit on you and you're going to go into a hole and, right. like, you know, you're going to yeah, sign a waiver <laughs> and, right. and weird. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can't. But this one, like, again, it's just like on a mild, like almost like they're telling a story, but you're laying in a bed like somebody could come and touch you or whisper in your ear or t- take you to a different area, lay in a coffin. Like, it was so cool. That, that one, awesome. I recommend like so much. <laughs> I wonder if that, did, did they just say anything about doing it again or was I it think in? they are. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I that's know. fantastic. Wow. How about knots? Do you do knots at all? I did do that one, which I hadn't did in forever. So last year was my first year since 
probably a decade. Wow. Well, out. you came back in at a good time. It's right? pretty insane. There were some good ones. That was very fun to yeah. me. Did you guys like it? Yeah. 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 The lights yeah. out. Not so oh, my God. Trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat was so fun. I mean, especially, I mean, I know you're a big fan of the trick or treat movie. We got the Sam statue out there and All she pointed that out. Movie. Huh? <laughs> that maze really does a good nod to kind of the, it reminds me of the school bus massacre scene. Oh. Totally. 100%. <laughs> there was a trick or treat maze in Thousand Oaks. Did you see that by chance? Uh, I heard of it and I did not go. What, did any of you go? Yeah. That we was went. fantastic. It was really good. Oh, that makes me want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend was telling me, she's like, we have to go to this one in Thousand Oaks. You'll love it a lot. lot. And then we just never, for whatever reason, made it. Like, it was really good. It, it was not that long, but... It was really accurate and good scares there. Oh I liked it. God. And then we also went to Reign of Terror. Have you ever done okay, that one? No. Is that an interactive one? No, it's above a Gold's Gym, which I know sounds really, really random. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I think, 23,000 square feet. Wow. And it's, what, like 100 rooms? 100, yeah. Oh, that's cool. They leave it like that all year, so they have access to it, so they can change it up. But it's so much fun. They just did Where it. Where is that one at? It's in Thousand Oaks as also, well. It's, okay. Is it Jan's Marketplace? Yeah, I yeah, so. yeah. It's in that strip mall. Jan's so they're killing it over in killing T.O. It. Yeah, you think. <laughs> But there's some things you should check out. No, I love it. I, I my one friend John who did the Haunters on uh, Netflix. Oh, he's wow. oh, yeah. he is like my like source of everything like going on sometimes like even those things like like you were saying like off-season things you know and i'm like how cool where'd you find like is there like a blog or something that i'm like missing out on like, i'm like out of the loop with it I'm, like, how do you get on that saying? mailing like, list yeah right? i'm like literally that's what, what it, it is like <laughs> reign of terror had a mailing list and they actually opened up for a day what, two weeks ago or something like yes, that to benefit yes. the fires that were happening out in that area wow. and they opened up one night so yeah we, we went and had a great time and yeah, the in March. awesome thing is they actually found people that lost everything in the fires. The money that they raised from that day is going to help those people I very specifically. love that yeah. so much. It's a re- yeah, run by a really good team of people, but it is hands down one of the most terrifying mazes that you'll ever go to. It's <laughs> just really to awesome. It. It's like one giant maze, like we said, with yeah. 100 rooms. Probably like 40 minutes. Like about an hour, maybe? An 40 hour? minutes, an hour. I mean, that's a yeah. long time to be in anything <laughs> like you're getting. Especially in anything that doesn't stop. Stop, right? right? Like, you're like, hold, like, on, tea, yeah, tea. Right. Like, just, hold on, T. Yeah, T. Like, I just, hold on. Like, do I get... But I, th- I have a feeling the trick-or-treat maze, something might be happening with it this year in a bigger scale Ooh. because the people who are doing it, it was actually at their house, Come in their garage. On. That's bananas. And it was a company called, I think it was Murder House Productions. Okay. And she's been making teases and stuff on her Facebook page and huh. showing some behind-the-scenes stuff. It'd be nice if one day that ended up to be a universal maze as is well. Is there a mailing oh. list? Because <laughs> saying, there's a Facebook page. Like totally Can you, you know, send it to me? Universal, universal Orlando last year did a trick-or-treat scare zone. Oh. See, right? What, yeah, I know. I'm so like, bummed. Oh my god! <laughs> to me, please. To me, trick or treat is probably one of the most I don't know neglected Halloween properties. I would say, you know, especially by haunted attractions and things right. like, especially yeah. with a place like Universal. I mean, they did Krampus, Mike Doherty's Krampus, exactly. which was amazing, amazing. But trick or treat, it's like the cinematography. You got four story. They thought, you know, right. we could do this. Yeah. <laughs> we could do this. Tell me about the first time you saw trick or treat. It was actually. <laughs> my husband who showed it to me at his old place when we first got together he put it on it was on Netflix at the time okay nice. and he was like just he's like I feel like you'd love this movie and he put it on and I'm like <laughs> I can't even <laughs> like right literally the first time I saw it I was like this has got to be one of the best movies horror movies even just yeah in general yeah I mean it's, a, it's like it. one of the best Halloween movies one of the best anthology yeah. movies one of the love best it. horror movies yep. yes. it's kind of to me it's like the pulp fiction of horror yes seriously right yeah, yeah. It's a classic. Yeah, 100%. totally. And also, I think one of the interesting things is the tumultuous way that that thing got released. It was hard to watch at first. It was hard to access it. I remember we saw the three of me, Lauren and Leo, ended up seeing it at um, a Scream Fest Scream or something. Fest, yeah. Was that what it was? Yeah, in fact, the uh, Mike Doherty, was, the whole cast was there. Oh, how fun. So the movie, <laughs> yeah, the movie ends and we're all looking at each other like, 
when is this movie going to be released? Yeah. Like, what What? What, like what you happened? Know? Well, yeah, because I remember Wonder. you guys were talking about that for months. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we couldn't find it anywhere. Nope. Yeah, it was one of these things. There's no that was... idea, like, when it was going to be. There's no, no information yeah. about it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it was kind of like that with Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses, too. There was like a trailer, little teasers. You'd hear that it was done. And then you didn't hear anything about it for That's years. That's my favorite yeah. of his films also. Oh, yeah. Because it's yeah. just, like, so cute and fun. and Right. Yeah. Who's your favorite character from the movie? Un- I hate that it's so cliche for oh, me to mean. say Sid, <laughs> but Captain Spaulding, because he's the comedic relief. Like, he's his character is so funny to me. Like, he's silly. Funny and he, also, like, crazy mean, too, right? Bananas. Like, just funny. Yeah. Like, he's I mean, just, yeah. That opening scene just I know. sets the tone for the whole movie it's so great I know I mean yeah. that writing for Captain Spaulding is so perfect oh, yeah. it's genius he's the and best. the fact that he's coming back for Three from Hell which is so exciting that's yeah. awesome <laughs> what is that movie going to be about do you know yeah I was going to ask like what do you think I'm trying to remember at the end of at the end of Devil's Rejects Kind of, it kind of le- leads you to think maybe there won't be a sequel. Yeah, they're kind of dead, yeah. right? Now, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little spoiler alert. I think I read somewhere that this was a prequel. Really? Oh, that makes sense. Be- that would be cool. Which would be interesting because yeah. it would be nice to find out how this crazy batshit family de-age everyone. They- yeah, it's a good question. Marvel I don't know. style. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sherry Moon that's doesn't age. That's she true. Doesn't no. Age. no, she looks exactly Neither really the same. does Sid Haig. That's true. <laughs> and Bill Mosley, all he has to do is shave. Yeah. Right. And you're good. <laughs> yeah. The timeless. People have probably asked you a million times, what are your favorite horror movies ever? What are some of your favorite horror movies that have come out recently because I find that's it's either two ways it's like less of a barrel to pick from but then you also have like Netflix and everything that kind of came into fruition in the past two years it has given an abundance of new content to pick from I really love the movie Final Girls Oh, that was fun. That's a super silly yeah. movie. Can't <laughs> bloodbath or whatever. <laughs> I love that movie, Don't Breathe. That movie was oh, bananas yeah. to me. That's I thought it was really good. so good. I left the theater was like, wow. Yeah, that we saw that twice. So did I. <laughs> like in the theater. I was awesome. like, so yeah. good. Yeah. Some other ones I'm trying to think, because I feel like you just said there's so many that have come out recently. What about, let's go to Netflix. Anything Netflix only that you've seen recently, mm-hmm. maybe, that you can Love The Babysitter, if you can see my yeah. kind of vibe of movie. I love, yeah. like, campy. That thing is crazy. That's like, <laughs> it's kind of like an, ev- it's like an Evil Dead 2-esque It is, and it has so many, like, fest, right? yeah, you know, like, they did, like, a little, like, what's in the box, you know, him in that part, yeah, and, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, totally with the yeah, no, the, I love all the little shout outs and the, the way it's shot, too. The cinema with the fog and mm-hmm. I don't know. That movie is fantastic. What is it? Gerald's Way? Gerald's Game. What, Gerald's or, Game? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Was that a Netflix only? Yes, it was. Was uh, it Netflix only? Yes, it was. It was Stephen King, right? Veronica. Veronica. Um, yeah, that was great. pretty good. Um, God, there's so many. It's like it's become almost overwhelming. I was yeah. going to ask you, what do you prefer? Hard copies or downloading? <laughs> <laughs> I love hard copies. Yeah. I you just got to butcher through something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's the thing. You probably get so many hard copies in the monthly mail outs. Yeah. So your collection must be insane. You feel like you're just like, now I just ha- I can't stop. So now every time you buzz to like Amoeba or like anywhere, you're like, I'll just take some of these. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's become like a habit now. But it also feels like kind of nostalgic because who the hell? It's like an A-track player, I guess. You know, like, do you have a separate DVD? DVD player or Blu-ray that you play your movies in. Right, you know? right, right. Like, <laughs> most people, I feel like, don't anymore because they're busy streaming, which I'm guilty of, too. I stream all the time, you right. know? So it's it's funny. That well, especially because some of that content is now, for the first time ever, only available on stream. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Which, you know, kind of makes me wonder what's going to happen in the next, you well, know, It's a bummer because there's years. something about having that library. It really like, is. You know, when you have all the shelves and you can sit back and you could you can just you tour your own library yeah. and you can just look at titles, you know, 
I don't know. I'm a big fan of hard copy. I agree. I, love, yeah. I know my friend likes copies or his collection is bananas, and he started putting them in alphabetical order and putting little tabs so it was easier to find wow. certain movies. But it's like, oh, you know, like a library <laughs> of uh, yeah. movies. But it's just cool to have them, I guess. It yeah. just. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, too, I mean, you could you know, relate it to a record collection, too. Record collections used to define people. Right. You'd go to someone's house and what's the first thing you do? You'd look through their record collection or CD collection and you kind of get to know them a little yeah. bit. If you're Judge just them. dating somebody yeah. here for the first time, you know, you go through it. Right? You're like, ah, I don't know. Right. <laughs> no? all, the same thing with yeah, horror yeah, movies, yeah. right? <laughs> a movie collection. You walk into someone's house, you see a right. wall of horror movies. Well, you instantly know they're awesome. Right. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna go scroll through their fucking iTunes or whatever. Right? <laughs> be a loser. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> That's so funny. How about horror bands, horror-related music, things like that? Do you, are you down with any of that stuff? You know what's funny is, um, I think it's Jeff Alexander who put out a C or a, an album, "Music to Be Murdered By" the Alfred oh. Hitchcock. Have you guys heard that? Yeah. I just yeah. recently bought that, and I'm just like in love with it. It's more like older, like Frank Sinatra-ish, like. You know, sounding tunes. Sure. But that's, I don't know, not that that's my genre of music, but it's recently, I was like, music to be murdered by. I was like, that's fun. <laughs> you know? And then, like, I guess there's some songs or people, like, there was this artist called Scary Slaughter I'd never even heard before, but it was kind of like a hip-hop that was, like, cool songs that put, like, right? Isn't that hysterical? That's so funny. <laughs> like, so funny! <laughs> you know? But I don't I don't go out of my way to be like, where's the horror tunes? Right, right, right. <laughs> you right. know? But, there is a lot of good ones, like, particularly like I'm we're big fans of the ones from the 30s and 40s there's yeah. a lot of like cool like instrumental and the scores on certain films oh sure yeah yeah like, music scores yeah Have you ever heard of Screaming Lord Such no Screaming Lord Such is kind of kind of Alice Cooper before Alice Cooper was Alice okay. Cooper and he was bananas you can go YouTube some videos of him wow. these old black and white videos from like the 50s and 60s <laughs> where he'd walk in and you know be like a Beatles-esque audience girls in the <laughs> poodle skirts and stuff and he walks in looking like Jack the Ripper and they are screaming. I mean, they don't know what to do with themselves. They're freaked the fuck out. And he's going up in their faces and yelling. And it's unbelievable for the time period. Wow. But yeah, a true visionary, Screaming Lord Such. Yeah, check Have him out. Have you guys ever heard Ari Lehman's band? Ari Lehman. It's called. Oh, the dude from Friday the 13th, yeah, right? Who's the his, original Jason. Yeah, and yeah. His, base, his band is called The First Jason or something. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to hear it. I'm just curious if anybody else has. No, Isn't no. that funny? They like play conventions. Probably in well, things. Well, you know what's or? hysterical is down the street from my house is I think it's called CIG. It's like a like a creative arts. Oh, the CIA, the clowny looking place. There you go. Yeah, yeah, And and I saw on the little uh, kiosk marquee thing that he was playing there, and I was like, that's hysterical. I'm like, maybe we should go, and then we missed it. But I just I never knew that you know he. Had that is so Jason. funny. <laughs> well, Fre- Freddie put out a rap album. Stop um, it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. You can listen to it. Yeah. Actually, I think I might have heard one of the songs now that I'm thinking about it. Well, the Fat Boys rapped yeah. with Freddie for an album, too. They, oh, they yeah, did a cut true. together. I think on a soundtrack. about that. Yeah, yeah. Nightmare on My Street. Nightmare on My Street. <laughs> yeah. got fresh Freddie's funny. actually got a pretty lucrative rap career behind him. It's pretty amazing. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, so if he throws in the towel on his one-liners. Then right, yeah, exactly, exactly. Tell us the whole story behind Porcelain Wolf and how you got that going. Yay. So, yeah, we, again, with the, the horror-inspired bath bombs, well, first, like, I was buying, like, other products, like Lush, and because I loved bathing, and I was like, these are so fun, you know, the ones that make your water black and red, and, like, you know, taking all these pictures, I'm like, it'd be so cool if, like, you could put certain things in them, or just give them a little bit more, because you, when you buy from other companies that just a single bath bomb, it just comes to you as is, in a brown paper bag or shrink wrapped. that's fine, you know, totally whatever, but we were like, let's go gift ready, so I brought, like, two, just to show. Oh, cool. Here you go. And, um, <laughs> that's awesome. And, uh, so so yeah, we were just like, you know, let's uh let's make some inspired ones and dance around franchises without like franchise biting and getting in trouble and all that fun jive and respectful too, you know. We were just like, let's uh see what we can do. So we started doing some that, you know, and again, they're they're like gift ready. That's what we thought would be fun, like doing the packaging up to look a specific way right. to cater to the movie that we were trying to, you know what I mean? So you could soak in those later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like right right now we got room 
237. Ooh. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so is there something inside this too or what like what um, is it inside got an of effect? that one is just a color so purple and green nice. or bluish green yeah. come out oh, and nice. it looks really pretty. And then nice. Lauren's got one in her hands called Jossum. Jaws. Jaws. That's great. And then there's a lifesaver. It says you might need this. That is so awesome. So cute. And and you have one called, I read about It Floats. Yes. And what's that one? It uh, is obviously It. It It has like a little, it's, first we did it because that was even before the the remake came out, but we had like the newspaper at the bottom and it kept clipping, you know. Oh, nice. And um, it's like covered in glitter, so it's not so much popular with the dudes. Like, <laughs> so, like, give me one that doesn't have glitter on it. Right. <laughs> Do you guys have like a soap room where you make this a stuff? Like room. Fight Club? Soap room. It's like one half, like, you know, Breaking Bad, one half Fight Club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so getting real bodies for the soap. Oh my God. Well, um, last year we had gotten picked up by Hot Topic, so oh, we cool. did get a um, warehouse in North Hollywood so we're light manufacturing in there all of our glorious bath bombs and we just started making bars of soap too which we were like let's cater to people that don't bathe so much because it was just all bath bombs all (laughs) day you know and some people are like I don't even own a bath and I'm like it's true you know some people hate bathing like we've had people write in they're like I'm petrified of taking baths it's so gross (laughs) I mean soaking your own dirty water is how some people it's like it is your body I'm like, are you that <laughs> Like, you're just that disgusting. <laughs> I like to shower before I take a bath. <laughs> so, you know, it's just clean. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. Clean, so, are you doing anything inter- like interesting with the soap bars and stuff, too? Yes, which I wish that I would have brought in one now. But we did one with, uh, like, we have these little molds of knives, you know? Knives. Right, right. <laughs> and um, so, it's like a rectangle. It's more like decorative. I mean, you could sure. full-blown use it if you want to. Yeah. But it's like the rectangle and it's got the knife that sticks half in and with the blood splatter it's like half clear and white you know so it's like a two-tone yeah but I'm like, if I had it I would just put it decorative in like a little tray like on your sink or something right right your bathroom right. whatever but I, like again you could totally use it if you want to and all that fun and people would be like what is that you know yeah. the weird formation it makes after you start using it and the knife melts into the thing oh my God, we have this one too it's like um, all work and no play you know it makes Jack a dull boy but oh. we just took the jack off so it's all work and no play on the top and then it's like a coconut like bar whatever you wash it and then in the middle is an axe but you don't get to it until you wash your hands like nice. probably three dozen times but it looks cute when it starts revealing you know yeah like, exactly that's fun. really fun that's awesome and is there any horror movies that are coming out that you're anticipating I know we talked about the third House of a Thousand Corpses movie is there anything else that you're looking forward to definitely Halloween that's probably first mm-hmm. on everybody's yeah. list I feel like but yeah. I'm really chomping at the bit to see Laurie Strode return and just see how they, I guess, take that one, you know? Yeah. Um, Let me ask you, do you want to see Michael Myers die finally? Oh, I don't. Yeah. I'm kind of torn myself. <laughs> I know. Like, you do because you're like, look, Laurie's a girl, right? right. Like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put an end to this. Just be real. <laughs> <on>. Right? <laughs> That's so funny. I think that, what is it, The Slender Man? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. another one I'm yeah, interested right. into seeing. I think Have you seen the documentary on HBO? Beware of the Slender Man. No. Good. You know, yeah, it's pretty disturbing. Really? Yeah, it's based on the true story of oh the girls god. that stabbed their classmate. Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre, yeah. man. Luckily, everybody <gasps> made out of that alive. Oh yeah. Is the movie based? Is it based on the story? No, or is it's based it just on a, the creepypasta folklore. Oh, okay, of the Slender Man. You know, Javier Botet's in it, right? Is he playing the Slender oh, Man? That's right. Yeah, character actor. Yep, he was in it. He was the um, yeah, yeah, the junkie, and he was in something else we saw he recently. In, Insidious. Insidious. He was the key. Oh yeah. Key face. Oh yeah. Is that key what face. Is that what it's called? Key face. It's called key face. Yeah. But it should be called key fingers. That's right. Oh, no yeah. keys anywhere near yes. his face. The, yes. <laughs> He's a key free face. Key free face. <laughs> Zero keys in his face. Yeah. Not a key. All in the hand. <laughs> Since Halloween is like our Christmas, I what do you it. do on a typical Halloween? Anything like crazy that you've done? Like an actual on- Halloween yes. night? Yeah. Yes. 1031. I feel like such a loser by not having like a super mega cool story because sometimes I feel like so many activities are happening in that month yeah. Yeah. that by the time that the actual 
actual day yeah. comes. Like, just I'm not even kidding you. This past <laughs> Halloween, I sat and handed out candy like a big old loser. No, that see, that's terrible. awesome. That's actually that's great. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. a one day off. You're <laughs> part like, of their tradition, yeah, right? Yeah, like, I'm like, look, if somebody wants to let me borrow their child, I will go out. <laughs> and then I won't feel like such a serial killer. Well, hey, but <laughs> as, as Sam says in Trick or Treat, you're following the rules by handing out the candy. Right? So you're taking part. That's true. Yeah. It is the most Halloween-y thing you could do. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Really. Just actually trick-or-treating right? yourself, right? <laughs> right, you know? yeah. I'm like, God, it's so funny. Do you dress up? If we go out, yes. Okay. But at home, like, I think I, I put on, like, cat ears. I didn't go all out. Especially. What is the most creative uh, costume you ever worn for Halloween? Maybe Billy Jigsaw. Oh, oh that's wow. awesome! That was my or a, like a like a werewolf? I was trying to do the American werewolf mm, from London. Yeah. Or, oh, wow! Know, yeah. I was trying to do oh, that's great. Wolf and naked look. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Have you ever been anywhere where you felt it was haunted, or what is your feeling on like paranormal? It's funny because I'm from San Diego. I don't know if you guys have ever been to the Hotel Del. Oh yeah, yeah. On, yes. it's in Coronado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a really beautiful hotel. My parents like love it. They always go to like brunch and all that fun stuff. And we always go for Christmas Eve. And there was this one year, it was like five years ago, we were just farting around and we took like the old school elevator. It's like, you know, where you shut the thingy and you look out and you can see all the mambo and you're like literally going up. We were in like a hallway and it's weird because the hallways, they're uneven, the the ground, you know, it's carpeted and it's again, it's really pretty and stuff is just old you know right and i'm like walking and i heard a creak at the other side and i was like what was that and then you you i don't know if you guys can feel like a presence or maybe think that you do and i was like oh my god i swear that somebody's standing right behind me and there was like nobody and i was like okay we gotta go (laughs) (laughs) it like freaks me out you know because i'm like i don't want anybody anything to follow me home and i'm like i'm not you know what i mean like if i ever went on like ghost hunters i'd probably be super entertaining because i would just (laughs) be like a nightmare (laughs) i'd be the same way right i'm so scared i'm scared of the dark and i'm afraid of like all that paranormal stuff speaking of being afraid of the paranormal and the dark and things like that. Are there any horror movies or genres of horror movies that you don't really tend to watch because it's not enjoyable for you because you're actually honestly scared? Even if it's a genre that frightens me or scares me, I probably want to watch it more. You know? Like, did you guys ever see... um a suburbia, a suburban film or whatever. Oh, su- Serbian Sur- film. film. A Serbian film? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see that? Oh, yes. That oh, was really a jam. <laughs> yeah. Did that? Did you just, like, die watching that? Dude, dude. I mean, I that was awful. But like, I you can like, get arrested for having that in your Netflix queue or something, the way he talks about it, right? Is that, I have you guys all seen that? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? No. I don't even know I've what genre about that it. is, but like... I cannot you, unsee what I saw. That's why I want to see it. No. But Please I, watch it just no. for the sake I of love, watching it. I actually am very much enjoying <laughs> wanting to see it and not seeing it. Right? You're like, I love that anticipation. Yes. Because, like, yeah, exactly. It, build up it feels it like, like I don't want to see this. I gotta see it. Oh and then by God. not seeing it, it's kind of fulfilling a weird... A void. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my uh, that's, good, that's my that's addiction. Good, no, that's fantastic. You just feed and live off of that. <laughs> yeah. Same with Human Centipede. Right? There's that, a, yeah. yeah. That one. Don't want to watch. I kind of because I've seen some of the Japanese other. Uh, well, that neither of these are like Japanese. Audition. But there's oh, auditions audition. amazing. Right? I know. I watched the shit out of, like a million times. I watched that movie. Just yeah. oh, that movie's so good. Did you ever no. see I Saw the Devil? Yes. No. Korean, right? Yeah. yeah. Those are some gnarly ones yeah. too. Yeah. But they're hard to watch that. you yeah. know like again they stay with you for a while right they, they bought you have to watch some cartoons after because you know go back yeah. and watch the the making of a serbian film oh my it'll, god it'll, it'll actually would it lighten the load yeah it totally does okay, <laughs> does it, it, it deprogram you it, it kind of does because yeah. you're kind of like okay it's just a movie yeah it's just, it's a, just movie. a movie it was just, it's a just a movie. yeah yeah exactly that movie actually bothered me no it did i just when i was done watching it i was like 
Yeah, you don't know what to do. You're like, I need to go put like a bath bomb a in bath. my bathtub. You know what it is I like? I like other people having watched it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I like And having them tell me why they don't want me to see it. I want you desperately to watch this tonight. Listen. Sounds like something you have to get at the black market or something, right? Like what is When you watch it, you feel like it came out of Jeez But that if you answer your question, that to me is like so disturbing. Yeah. But I want to watch it anyway. Sure, sure. No, I get it. I get it. Wrong. Okay, how about scariest movie you've ever seen? The movie that when it finished watching you were like you couldn't shake it and it was in fear. You're like, oh my gosh. Nowadays nothing really sets settles with me like Mm. that. But Mm. back in the day the very first time I had watched The Exorcist, yes. I couldn't get over that for a really long time. All, the, all those possession yeah. movies yeah. do that to me that, now, well, still. They do, you right? Know? Because when movies seem too relatable, you know? Right. There's like, no one to say that that's not real when the you know the Catholic Church actually have real exorcists <laughs> yeah. on staff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I know. <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's so true. I guess if there's any place, I know you do a lot of location shooting here in LA, but yeah. there's any place you'd go anywhere else in the world? Is there some place that you're drawn to? Serbia. <laughs> I feel like um, I've always wanted to go to Salem. Not that there's like four locations there, but I really want to see the Hocus Pocus. There are. (laughs) They're right. There are. Me too. It's my dream. Girl, let's go. Oh my gosh, let's do it. Let's so go. I just (laughs) need a single girlfriend. (laughs) I'm so there. Not single, but just one. Yes. (laughs) It's my dream. Like they have so many things to see there. Actually, we've been. Really? Yeah, but we've been during Christmas time. <laughs> Still. Hey, that's probably less of it's the Halloween like, yeah, load that comes, well, right? Half yeah, of the stuff maybe. was closed. Oh, what a uh, bummer. Um, but you're still in the, like the, cool. the graveyards yes. are there. Yeah. Yeah. The trees where they hanged all the Love girls. Because yes. they didn't burn them, they hanged <laughs> yeah, them. Huh? Wow. It's um, intense, it's yeah. intense. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a lot of history. And there's Although the holiday, they have Halloween stores there, but they were closed. And museums, right? And which museums? museums. Which, yeah, there's museums. They do tours. Cool, yeah. You can take tours of it. Love that. And they also have... Um, a really good pizza place. Really? Uh, <laughs> 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 but, but is everything got Is everything yeah. named with like witch and pizza yeah, I was or something? Say, is it like, uh, like, oh. like Lucifer's pizza? No, you know what they do have? They have a giant bronze statue of um, Bewitched yep. of oh. Elizabeth Montgomery yeah. from Bewitched. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. God, I had such a crush on her when I was a kid. Right? <laughs> I did too. And I was like, Michi is really hot. Yeah. <laughs> but she. I, um, I was going to make a joke about her twin cousin. <laughs> I liked her twin cousin. She's darker. Um, Salem's like booked, you know, for years in advance on Halloween. But we were there, like like Rachel said, on Christmas. And there's a guy. I don't know if it's a guy. There's a full on Krampus. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, just like horns around. and just like sitting there. <laughs> yeah. He had a bunch of presents. He's just talking to people. But like. Like on the store. It was like a witchcraft store. Oh, yeah. It was like on the street. Yeah. But it seemed like it was in front of the street random. Yeah. And I was trying to like low key take pictures. Yeah. And some guy came up and started talking to us like we were tourists, but like a talking down to us. Oh. Really? That was annoying. Wow. That's like a buzzkill and you're like. I know. You're like, wait. Yeah. Well, I'm sure li- <laughs> being a resident of Salem, they're probably like, I know. Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But it's Krampus. <laughs> but it like 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 huge horns, and he's all red. I love yeah. that. And he was just you know just, just talking. There. Just just, yeah, he had like that a nice so suit cool. on with an ascot. Uh, <laughs> it, was really, it was crazy. It was really surreal. Yeah. It was the most surreal thing That's I've ever so seen. Funny. Yeah. You know, we actually looked into a trip to Salem a couple times, and man, the Airbnbs down there, you can get yourself a nice Victorian mansion. Yes. Stack it full of people and just do it up. And you can you can go film the Hocus Pocus, yeah, Lords of Salem, right down there. Probably other stuff that was filmed all in Salem. There's got to be a couple more, you know, any witch movies. I would assume there's probably a lot. Yeah, it's a good trip. Yeah, you know what's funny? I, I I will reveal it now. And you probably, if you haven't seen Hocus Pocus, you wouldn't get it. But I have the perfect name for a screamo band. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> always talk. Always it. tell Lauren about. Kiss me, I'm Allison. 
It's a line from the movie, right? <laughs> Kiss me, I'm Allison. Remember she comes in? Doesn't that sound like the best screamo You're band ever? Anybody That's out there? Right? <laughs> I'm going to be in it. So <laughs> I think I might have already have the URL, I think. I, I might have the Twitter, I think, I remember. Stop I know I have it. Gilmore Ghouls. Ooh. I have Gilmore Ghouls. Right? That's good with uh, Gory Gilmore. Nice. And uh, who else? I had a whole lineup of everybody. Yep. Remember? Oh, God, I wish I could it all out. You should just create <laughs> fictional bands. Yeah, it was the Gilmore <laughs> Ghouls. Yeah, so yeah, just throw it out I there. It. Stars it. Hollow, yeah. Terror Tunes for oh Tots. <laughs> I think this has to happen. Right? Wow. Yeah. Come on. That's Come amazing. On. Come on. Oh, my Trademark. God. This is my official copyright <laughs> So, Vanessa, so you love the horror genre oh, horror movies. So funny. Do you see yourself acting in a horror movie? On a main scale? No, but I would love to be just thrown in as like an extra or like oh, a feature on. extra you know what I mean like right, just right. pop me in for like a second or kill me off like something like where I'm just Jennifer. like in there for a hot second you know? <laughs> like, but I don't want to like be a... like the main anything because I'd probably just be awful they'd be like remember that one movie <laughs> <laughs> she's the pit <laughs> well one thing you do have something coming up you're doing that haunters thing right is that happening yes that'll be fun so what's what's the deal with that one's that happening as far as the panel yeah or, yeah the yeah. Spook Show in uh, April 7th. Yeah, I April, believe. that's They're right. doing a panel at the Spook Show, and I'll be interviewing those guys. Okay, from about, Haunters. Yeah, what they're kind of up to or what they've been doing. Have you done any like local haunts? Like we have Backwoods, Rotten Apple in Burbank. There's um, lots of. No, I went to, it's called um, like Zombie Joe's. It's in North Hollywood. Oh, yeah. That one was like the most just off the beaten path, like, you know, through a friend that I had went and saw, or it wasn't so much a house as it was like a I've heard like crazy stuff about like it's pretty intense like performance art right it is and like they just switch up their themes or you know performances off a specific category yeah 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 theme or something yeah Yeah. but as far as houses are like underground ones there's some great ones like all in Burbank too I mean we usually do a night where we'll like hop to each of them but they're so good (laughs) Backwoods is actually really really good it wins awards every year that's over by the KFC on what is it Victory? Is that where it is? Is it by Victory Boulevard? Yeah, that one's really good. And then this family does Rotten Apple every year. Remember Leo and I? We, and it's at their house also? Yeah, it's at their yeah. house. I don't know how they do it. I mean, they're building entire structures on their lawns. And like we were in a vertigo tunnel. Remember? Yeah. Describe that one room we were in. That, That's so crazy. They built a house on their lawn. Yeah, I mean, we were in this room with no with seamless. I mean, it was just walls. We were trapped in the room. No exit. And the room started shaking. And we were like, what the hell? Yeah, and then the, and the wall gave away. go off. Yeah, the wall gives away, and then you're, like, walking through their house. That is so <laughs> It was so cool, though. And a lot it's of like people... It's, like, so crazy. Yeah. It's been, like, nine months building these things. Insane. Every time I ask, I say, hey, okay, which one of you works in the business? Who works in Hollywood? Yeah. And that's they just kind of play it off, like, oh, yeah, no, you do it for fun. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this like, is, like... no, you know, it, like, you're getting it from someplace. It, it rivals, like, universal quality or even better. Wow. wow. On a small wow. scale, but that's it's banana. very yeah. impressive. Wow. Did you ever go to Boney Island? <clears throat> no. Oh. Rest in peace, Bone oh, Island. No. Yeah, they had the last year was this past year actually. Yeah, yeah. was it the last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they were doing it for years, and it was one of the producers of The Simpsons, I believe, is the person whose house it was. They had a giant treehouse in the front, and it was all these animatronic skeletons that they made themselves. And it was this kind of family-friendly yard haunt, I guess they'd call it, because so cool. like you don't go inside their house, but you go in their property and go up in the treehouse, and every so often this huge animatronic performance of This is Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas would happen. An elaborate water show that they have rigged with multiple colored water jets shooting everywhere. And it was really, really cool. But they ended up actually, I think it had something to do with city permits. Yeah. Um, Would make sense. Because it was just getting crazy. But it was such an important, you know, again, all these things are becoming staples in the the city, you know, so it's sad whenever they go away. What is it about Burbank? That's what he was What is it about Burbank? Well, that was I mean, that all one's these in, haunts, all the, you know, all that the That was in shots. Sherman Oaks, but yeah, there's uh, a lot in Burbank, yeah. And probably goes back I don't to know. the days of, what's his name, uh, 
uh, Bob. Um, oh, Bob Hope. Bob so Hollywood. Bob, Bob Hope. Bob. Bob no, <laughs> wrong Bob. Bob. <laughs> no, no. Here's You're my theory. <laughs> here's my theory. So Bob Hope used to own like all of Burbank. I don't know if you knew that. Like, like in the 30s. Literally. Oh, yeah, literally. He owned all of this land before it was a city. Hence the and Bob Hope Airport. I he guess, started right? selling. Oh. Exactly. He started selling it off. Have you ever seen his house in like near Toluca Lake? It's oh. like a yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a massive piece of property. We used to own a lot of it. And then he made a deal with the devil. <laughs> this is my theory. So if, if you map out all of the previous... Someone out there should do this on Google Maps. If you map out all the previously owned Bob Hope pieces of property in Burbank, it makes a pentagram. Are you no serious? Way. I'm totally making that up. <laughs> but how cool... How cool would that be? I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not true. Boo. I, <laughs> it could be. How cool Just like that the Serbian be? film. It would, <laughs> it would explain so much. Oh my God. Well, you, <laughs> the haunt you were talking, you're talking about Bob Burns, right? Bob Burns. Bob yes. Burns. Yes, Bob Burns. Who used to do haunts out of his house forever. Oh God. I mean, we're talking, okay, The Exorcist came out, what, 1973? Yeah. yeah. So by 75, 76, he started doing these home haunts so he did one inspired by the, by the exorcist but it was called the attic all it is was a girl in the bed with her eyes like glowing red and stuff and the bed levitates and like uh, furniture with drawers would open move around and stuff you know but yeah. you know there'd be like 20 people in the room to watch it then they'd do it again for another group and again and again for free so they started in the mid or late 70s you know oh. back in the day a very young rick baker was a part of that like, all these guys that worked in Hollywood, special effects, because, you know, he did the uh, werewolf from American Werewolf in London. He did those, those effects. He was like, how can I help out? What can I do? So all these guys in Hollywood were building these things, these sets for this guy That's out cool. of his home and entertaining people for free. So it's a great story that one night the Hells Angels gang, the, the biker gang showed up. I mean, like hundreds of them <laughs> and like blocked the street. And this guy's panicking because he's like, oh, shit. You know, Burbank PD is going to shut me down, this and this. And the guys were like... Hey man, we're big fans. You know, we, 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 you know, he's like, you can't block the street. You know, you got two hundred bikes here. So, how about you guys go in first? <laughs> so we got them in first, and these guys were like, "Hey man, you know, we're here. If you ever have trouble, we got your back." You know, whatever. Oh my God. Wow. Good Every to have year he would do a different one. He like a couple years later he did one based on the movie Alien, cool. and the crazy thing behind that was Fox Pictures uh-huh. like heard what he was doing and. Sent the actual alien costume. Oh, like they were wow. with it. Yes, I yeah. love that. And he had the, like uh, an actor wearing the original head, the Giger uh, inspired, you know, designed uh, yeah. creature and all that, uh, scaring local kids. Wow. That doesn't happen anymore. You know, it's like when you hear a movie company coming and to help out some little haunt on the corner of your neighborhood and be like, like, "Hey, we, we got no, like, it's never going to happen again." <laughs> right. Well, that was years, probably years before the Universal haunts and all that Everything. kind of stuff, right? Everything. When all that stuff happened. Yeah. Wow. But I kind of feel like he might have been one of the first ones who started that. I mean... Right, like a home... The local, yeah, local yeah. haunt, you know. That'd be cool. Interesting. That's he's, so cool. He's still around. We, yeah. we, we're going to talk to him soon, hopefully. That's right, we, we got a, Yeah, he's got a house. He's got a lot of props and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The right, mo- sure movie company started sending him yeah. oh, props. So cool. Yeah, so he's yeah. got... I mean, he's got everything in his basement, yeah. literally. Yeah, he's got an original oh King Kong. Yeah, like one of the stop motion yeah, puppets stop for motion the puppets oh, from King Kong. So There's tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. He need, it's like he needs to do it just to like, you know what I mean? It's been so long, but like almost right. like a tribute. Yeah, to, yeah, exactly. yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's been almost an hour, and uh, I'm sorry to keep you so long. <laughs> We're like, I'm here for 20 minutes. And an hour later. <laughs> well, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, on Instagram, it's um, horror.vixen, and then. Of course, YouTube, which is uh, Hello Horror. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, guys. So much fun. Of course. Seriously. I love it. The school bus was on its usual route. But this wasn't your typical school bus. And they weren't your typical kids. This was the Boo Crew Podcast, episode number 11. Special thanks to our guest, Vanessa Decker. Get your horror-inspired soap, bath bombs, and scrubs at PorcelainWolf.com, Hot Topic Stores, and Dark Delicacies. Over to Instagram, Sweet Screams. The Virginia Hutcherson, Crystal Anderson, Kaylin Borowski, Sweet Bree 13, Gregory James, Michelle Starr, Victoria Barraza, and Sean Say. Thanks for keeping the conversation going, and thank you for listening. If you get a sec, would love if you left a review for us on iTunes. It helps the show grow, get found, and make sure we can bring 
bring more crazy horror stuff your way. Trevor here for the Boo Crew saying, see you on the other side. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Leone D'Antonio, Lauren and Trevor Shand, Austin Wilkin, and Rachel Tejada. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation. Fuck a duck.